Welcome to Storytime with T. L. Rutledge. This is your narrator speaking. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. Chapter Five: Traveling North, seventeen fifty-four, Pennsylvania, New York, on the road. When the following morning came, the family had already left the camp. They traveled light. Marcus, Alexander, and Celine carried muskets, while Sinead and Miranda carried, carried a bow each. Leia only carried a knife that, sadly, she barely knew how to use. Miranda never understood her cousin Leia. She, could, she couldn't figure out why she never wanted to learn to fight or even defend herself. Miranda assumed it had something to do with her being raised in Europe. As the family walked through the wilderness, they kept their speaking to a, min- to a minimum, unless it was absolutely necessary to break the silence. After some time, Marcus and Alexander began a conversation with one another. The two brothers led the group from the front. Celine protected the rear with Miranda, and Shanae stayed close with Leia. Do you think we could kill them with silver? Alexander was asking Marcus. Possibly, but where can we get silver? Marcus asked. The only silver I've seen since being here is from coin, and we can't get that up. We need food and ammunition. But if silver can kill them, wouldn't it be worth it? But we don't even know if it can, Marcus replied. We'd have to test it out first, but then we'd have to find them again. I hope that by traveling away from them, we want to be with them again. What about everyone else? They're bound to attack others, Alexander replied. Marcus sighed. I know, but I'm not sure what we can do. Sometimes I wish Michael had come with us, Alexander said sadly. He always had to answer to everything. Someone needs to keep an eye on Hannibal, Marcus replied. Besides, the new world isn't like the old. Different legends, different myths. I'm not so sure Michael would even, would even know the answers. Miranda had been listening from the rear and turned to her mother. Who's Michael? She asked her casually. Michael is your father's uncle. Is he like him as well, or just an immortal? Miranda asked. Neither, Celine replied. He's a vampire. A pure-blooded one, she added quickly. Miranda looked confused. Is that rare? Extremely. Most vampires were black as a night sky in their demon form. Michael, however, was a dark red. He had said it because he had never let the poison of the vampire take over him. He sounds like he has a very strong soul, Miranda said, admiring her great uncle. He did. Mother, were you a part of the Archangel Order as well? No, not at first, Selim replied. I found an organization known as the Resistance. We were not nearly as large as the Archangels, nor were we well as, as well funded. However, we were stationed close to the enemy for many years. One day I met your father. He had come with his army to attack the vampires. I thought him quite foolish. No one had ever been able to attack the fortress and live. But he surprised me. They all did. For the first time, I saw something I couldn't believe. Your father going toe-to-toe with the most powerful vampire that ever lived. It was absolutely remarkable. I didn't, it didn't take too long after that for me to fall in love with him, Selene smiled. It was nice to finally share that story with you. Glad to have finally heard it, Miranda says, replied smartly. So after the war, you joined up with the Archangels? In a way. I didn't officially take an oath, but after I married your father, it was assumed. So who leads the resistance now? Miranda asked. That, I'm not sure. When I had left, a good friend had command, another lichen named Vulcan, Selene replied. How many lichens were there in Europe? Miranda asked, thinking that there must have been thousands since everyone knew at least a few of them. 
Not as many as there once were, I'm afraid. Once there were thousands, but the vampires slaughtered many of them. Others figured if they joined the vampires, they'd be safe. They were wrong. But if the others stood against them, they fought with us. There is so much I don't know, Miranda said in a sad tone. I know, Selene replied. I'm sorry for that. I wanted to tell you everything from the beginning. The others didn't agree, and therefore I couldn't share these things with you. Miranda was relieved to hear that. She always sensed her mother wanted to tell her things. I understand, Miranda said, smiling. So tell my mother's brother of mine. Selene laughed. I think we've told you everything about him. He's an immortal like you. He's married to an amazing woman. You'd like her. She's like she's a lot like you. Did he fight in any of these wars? Miranda asked. No, he was born much after the war ended. That didn't stop him from marrying a resistance fighter. Selene chuckled. Sometimes I wish I was in Europe with Hannibal. Miranda said, thinking aloud. I can understand that. Selene replied. Look at your father and uncle. I don't think I've ever seen two siblings more close. I often wish Hannibal had traveled with us. I know the two of you would have gotten along. Do you miss it? Europe, I mean, Miranda asked. Sometimes. But then I remember the reasons I left, Selene said with a sad smile. Mostly I miss your brother and my father. What was he like? Your father, Miranda asked. She didn't, she didn't know much about him either. He was truly a great man, Selene began. His name was Edward Godfrey III. He belonged to an organization called the Bellatorum Lucis. The very first warriors against the forces of evil. Sadly, the organization soon collapsed, and he was the last to remain alive. Though after the collapse, he was greatly feared amongst the evil of the world. His name alone would strike terror to the hearts of enemies. So I come from good stock then, so it seems, Miranda smiled, that you do. What about your mother? What was she like? My mother died when I was very young, Selene replied. She was a strong woman. She had gotten very sick, though in her time of weakness, she remained strong. What was her name? Miranda asked. Anna. You were named after her, in fact. Her name is part of yours. I'm honored to have her name, Miranda beamed. What are father's parents? Well, your father's father was named Richard. He and Michael founded, founded the Archangel Order. Sadly, Richard took his own life to protect his sons from the vampires. This was shortly after their mother, Leah, had died from an incurable illness. So the Archangel Order was sort of handed down to father. Miranda asked. She thought about what it was, what must, have, what it must have been like during those times of distress and war, for almost a year before they, she even existed. Not exactly, Selene answered. You see, after Richard passed, Michael went missing, presumed dead as well. The sons went off the war to fight in the Crusades. After many years, your father stumbled upon abandoned outposts used by the Archangel Order, though it was unused at the time. Several years later, it no longer was in that state. The Archangels had returned. So how does Sinead fit into all this? Miranda asked. Sinead's family had been viciously mauled by a lichen raid, and one of your father's friends, Matthew, luckily had found her and cured her, cured her with the only means he knew how. He transformed her into a Caithness, Selene replied. After several years of secretly training with Matthew, she was finally introduced to the brothers. Alexander instantly took a liking to her. And father? What did he think of her? Miranda asked, wondering if there was perhaps a love triangle. Your father was in love with another woman at the time, Selene told her. Siri was her name. She was a very sweet and innocent girl. She reminds me a lot of your cousin. She and Marcus married, but unfortunately, she was infected with the same illness that had taken their mother. And after a short time, too, she passed. I never knew her. Miranda had no idea her father was married before he met her mother. 
She had no idea her family had gone to so much pain and sadness. So many friends and loved ones lost to sickness and war. Miranda felt proud to be part of this family. And for once, she had a good reason to be. Her ancestors were warriors, respectable ones at that. Both her parents were great leaders. And from that moment on, she was determined to be just like them. I'm going to scout ahead, Miranda informed the others. Be careful, Marcus warned. Always. Miranda reflected a warm smile. Leah, why don't you go with her? Spend some time with your cousin, Sinead urged. Leah didn't look all too delighted about this, but she gave in. Sure. Miranda didn't expect it, but she figured it might be a good chance for them to talk now that she knew the whole story. Miranda ran ahead with Leah behind her. They ran into the woods and off the trail, and they began from off the trail they had been traveling. The forest was quiet and still, with only the animals and nature living and breathing. Miranda loved it. She loved being one with nature. After living with the tribe, she felt like she had been a part, like it had become a part of her. Leia, on the other hand, stuck out like a sore thumb with her brightly colored dress and accessories. Miranda shook her head as she continued forward. Are you sure we should be going this way? Leia asked, brow wrinkled with, with concern. Why not? Miranda replied. Just that there could be dangers, Leia said. Her eyes darted back and forth from the thicket of trees in the path ahead. What harm could they give us? We're two immortals. Besides, I'll protect you if anything happens, Miranda said confidently. You know, that's not very reassuring, Leia began. Being immortal doesn't make us invincible. We can still feel the pain. I know, Leia. Just relax, Miranda said, annoyed with her cousin's lack of confidence. You'll be fine if you just stick close to me. Miranda looked back at her to find her looking unsure. You do trust me, right? Of course I do, Miranda, Leia said, nodding quickly. Good, Miranda replied. So now that I know everything, what was Europe really like? Oh, I don't know. It was cold. You lived there for years, and I remember that it was cold? Miranda laughed. No, of course not. But I just remember everything being cold. Not just the temperature, but the environment. Even after everything had happened, there was never really a sense of peace there. I think they had all been thinking about leaving for quite some time. Interesting, Miranda. Miranda could understand that. Her father had lived there for centuries, and after everything that had happened, she understood why he would want to leave. Why did you decide to leave? I was young. I wanted to stay with my family, Leia replied simply. So what's my brother really like? Miranda asked. Well, he was young. I mean, I only knew him when he was young. So I don't really know what I can tell you. What do you remember about him? He was kind, adventurous, and brave, Leia said. Much like you, in fact. He proved that he was a man at a young age. When he married Abigail, he was already more mature than all the other men in his age. I think he was born to be a leader. What about me? Miranda asked her. You remind me of my mother, Leia said. You have a lot of similar traits. My mother is an independent, likes to work alone. When she was young, she traveled the world by herself. She was trained to fight in many different cultures. Sounds like you really admire her. I do, Leia smiled. So why are you so different? Miranda asked. Why not be an adventurous warrior like her? Leia shrugged. I don't know. It's just not who I am. Sometimes I wish I could be like her, but it's just not me. Miranda accepted that answer. She appreciated Leia's honesty. Can we rest a minute? Leia asked, sounding tired. Miranda looked back at her and gave in. Sure. They both sat upon a fallen log. Miranda breathed in the fresh air. Leia appeared to be quite exhausted. 
Miranda looked around the forest as Leia rested. As her eyes scanned, she saw someone watching them. She squinted, she squinted for a clearer view and saw that it was an unfamiliar man. Miranda lunged up from her seat. Hey, you there! She shouted, as she ran in his direction while the man fled the scene. Miranda, wait! Leia shouted, standing up and chasing after her. Miranda sprinted through the forest after the man who had been spying on them. He was light on his feet and moved through the forest deftly. His appearance suggested that he was a native, though Miranda couldn't tell from which tribe. As Miranda continued to chase him, she realized he was beginning, she was beginning to catch up to him. He was in, in range for an arrow, but not close enough for a tomahawk. Miranda drew an arrow from her quiver. Stop or I'll shoot, she ordered. The man slowed to a stop, but didn't turn around. Miranda caught up to him and rested her bow upon him. Turn around. The man slowly turned around. Miranda noticed that he appeared to be from the Cherokee tribe. Still, she didn't lower her bow. Are you from the Cherokee tribe? The man nodded, but didn't speak. Leia finally caught up with them, panting out of breath. Miranda, thank goodness, she panted. Who is he? I'm not sure, Miranda told her, and looked back upon the man. Who are you? Why are you spying on us? Miranda asked in fluent Cherokee. The man didn't reply or move at all. His eyes were focused on Leia. Miranda noticed this and stepped in front of Leia to block her view from him. Stay behind me, Leia, Miranda warned. You like what you see? Maybe like an arrow in the heart, Miranda threatened. The man grinned and took a step backward. Miranda took a step forward towards him. Where do you think you're going, Miranda snapped. The man still didn't speak, but instead he crossed his arms over his chest, bowed his head into them, and knelt to the ground. Suddenly he transformed into a hawk and took flight right, up, right before their eyes. Miranda and Leia stood frozen, amazed. He's a skinwalker, Miranda whispered with excitement. Leia stood with her mouth open, gawking at what she had just seen. Miranda ran after the hawk with Leia in tow. Miranda couldn't see the bird through the thick trees, but soon reached the edge of the forest and saw it soaring through the sky and down toward the valley. The valley appeared to hold the camp, a large, rather large one at that. It was in the open, but many wouldn't travel through the forest to reach it. It wasn't on any trail or road. We need to tell the others, Miranda said, turned to Leia, who only nodded.